dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. Hey. Hi. Oh, hi there. Hi, friends. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing so good. So this week it's been cray cray. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What about you, Nikki? Um, I get really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you slut. <laughs> I was like, makes me up another Cosmo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was talking to Chad. Oh, you, you guys. <laughs> uh, what a fun, what a fun time we have. No, but how are you? Doing good, man. You know, same shit, different day. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely it's true. The same day. There was, there was a thing where, like, I did something, and I was like, I swore it was a few days ago, and my dad was like, that was like two weeks ago. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 what is time, really? <laughs> yeah, it's it's been weird. That was yeah. That was five years ago, son. <laughs> it's like you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh Who are God. you? <laughs> Whose house is this? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a crazy. I mean, we say this every week. Post COVID, things things are strange, mm-hmm. and. They're not going to get back to normal, despite everyone wanting to do so, apparently. So, if you are listening to the show and you're not washing your hands or wearing a mask, how dare you? Quit your but shit. I doubt that. We've got, we've got good listeners. But if, if you do know people that aren't doing that, um, feel free to uh, smack them. Uh, this is the official announcement from all three of us. We condone um, violent behavior towards people who aren't doing so. Um Unless you actually do do that, and legally we um, we didn't say that. We had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It's your paranoia. <laughs> what, are you talk- what are you talking about? It's the voices in your head that sound eerily <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should have like some sort of um, like app that gives us subliminal messages. Or we, we could do it in the podcast, maybe. Just be like, that, wow, that um, trailer was certainly something good. It <laughs> killed, killed, killed the ambassador. Um, but <laughs> let's just talk about, you know, sort of like that, you know, just sl- slide it's it in like, somehow. I'm just saying, though, like, if you play the Imperial, Son- the Imperial Senate podcast episodes backwards, you hear Hail Satan murder all the non mask wearers. Yeah, Satan. It Try links it, up kids. perfectly Try with it. the Wizard of Oz. But yeah, um, crazy stuff, of course, as usual. Not much. I mean, actually, this week a lot has happened because yeah. we're accumulating a bit of two weeks' worth of news because Claire, you disappeared Hi. for a bit. Yeah, I thought, hmm, 
maybe I should just get the hell out of this whole state (laughs) (laughs) for a minute and camp and and do things where I don't have to talk to a lot of people and keep myself relatively socially distanced for most of it. And uh, yeah, instead of podcasting, I chose to sit on a beach and roast marshmallows over a campfire. So it's pretty good. (laughs) So you've now come to uh, talk about how you regret your choices and you're happy to be back. I very much do. (laughs) Yes. It was terrible. It was awful. The only thing I thought is, why am I not recording? Um, No, in all seriousness, no, I do love recording. This is one of my favorite parts of the week. And I did miss you guys, even though I got hundreds of text messages from the group chat every single day. <laughs> I would have my phone down because there wouldn't be a lot of signal. And then all of a sudden I'd look down and be like, how are there 300 text messages? Oh, it's from the last <laughs> few days of the group chat. Okay. <laughs> so if people don't know, uh, we actually have a group chat with Auden from Actor Radio. And sometimes we have like fun debates. And sometimes they're like, not so fun. You, we sometimes, <laughs> and by we, I mean Charlie and Alden, sometimes have debates <laughs> That are like 90 text messages back and forth over the span of like 15 minutes. So I'll be at work and I will have one patient and I will come back. And I'm like, why are there 90 text messages? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, and I like to chime in and just be like, hey, I didn't have time to read any of this. But I want you to know you both made very valid points and you are seen. <laughs> Sometimes they're not even debates. And it's like, just like... <laughs> Shooting the shit for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, if I if I could describe the text exchange, Auden will write like a like a script. <laughs> yeah, and then I will make a series of really short points. But I'm I'm really bad at like texting all in one message, so I just send like five at once. And then, uh, okay, calm down. <laughs> and then he'll put like a really valid point. And then I'll undercut it with a joke that's stupid. And then Nikki will do a thumbs up <laughs> on someone's post. And then he'll go like, that's great. <laughs> and then Claire will be like, hey, I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally what I contribute to the group chat 75% of the time. I'm at work, but good on you all. <laughs> it's like, I'm drawing blood. So someone just spat at me. <laughs> and you're complaining about DC Comics? That's not really something that, you know, chill the fuck out. But I, com- we do- I come for the puns. That's what I come for. Absolutely. We had a lot of fun last night, actually, with puns. Was it last night? Or was it the night before? <laughs> this is exactly what Nikki brought up at the beginning of the episode. What is time? Who knows? It was Doesn't two nights ago. Really matter in the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, we have fun. Um, but apart from the texts, and I'm sure based on your tweets yesterday, you're very happy to be back. Yeah. It's good to be <laughs> home. It's it's good to be home. I just wish my home was on a beach. Mm-hmm. At that bed and breakfast where I was fed very well for the last few days. But that's it does sound, good. does sound cool. Truth. Yeah. But it's okay. Back to my home, back to my cat, who was very happy to see us. Shared a beautiful sushi dinner with him to apologize for us leaving uh, for the first time in his life. Well, me leaving for the first time in his life. So, it's all good. Home ain't so bad. 
Meanwhile, over here, it, it, the skies are grey, and last night it just stinks of shit in the fields. Um, <laughs> so that's all good. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, people aren't taking things seriously. As you know, uh, they're filming the Batman in the UK right now, and there was an announcement yesterday that one of the cast members, uh, uh, one of the crew, yeah, had crew. coronavirus. And all these people are like, they're so irresponsible. Blah, 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 blah. How dare that person should not come into work? And it was like, Robert Pattinson has it. And then people are like, oh my god, I hope he gets better. Which, of course, is what you should do. But also, you should do that to anybody. That's the first instinct, people. First instinct is, oh my god, I hope that person is okay. I hope that person takes care of themselves and their family members and shelters and does all the things that they're supposed to do. Just, uh, you never know. You never know where it could come from the second you step out the door, or even not. Someone else in your household could bring it home. So... People are asymptomatic. There's a lot of things we don't know. Just there's a general lack of empathy going on right now. And I think that should kind of change. It's lack of empathy for your fellow man in the fact that my rights of not wearing a mask are more important than me protecting the people around me and myself. Um, just, just be kind. That's my that's my my controversial statement of the day. Just take care of your 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 co. Oh my god, your cohorts. <laughs> your cohorts. Your, your cohorts <laughs> specifically. Thanks, thanks, Claire. Well, we're we're like social distancing champions. We've been doing it for years. <laughs> we're like six feet, more like a few thousand miles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but we don't feel nice safe until other. we're across the sea. <laughs> <laughs> that is generally how I feel about you, Charlie. <laughs> <I need laughs> oh. <ocean> between us. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I love you too. <laughs> I know. Um, I would say I want to follow up on your point and basically say, um, don't be a fucking idiot. That's too, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a mixture of you have empathy, absolutely, which I think is in short supply nowadays, but also don't be a fucking stupid idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, the science there's no debate over the science and anyone who says that is an idiot like listen and chillax i don't know anyone who's complaining about lack of freedom if you've got a house there's people that don't have a house chill out you know but my Talk face is temporarily <laughs> inconvenienced well good yeah, it's just like the the whole pandemic has just exposed every single possible crack in society and the way the world operates even and it's just, it's like i wish it didn't take a pandemic <laughs> it's yeah. like I'd like i'd like to address those things without the the feeling of illness but you know without the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of lives lost exactly <laughs> uh, i don't want to make a sweeping judgment but i will say those people that do say oh but what a like what a, the mask covering my face. Well, I, I can't wear it like, all the time. I would argue, and I don't know if this is like backed up by science, that generally wearing a mask for these people is a general improvement in terms of like their visual looks. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, there's some, I don't want to see people's faces. Yeah. I kind of like that some people can't see my face for the most part nowadays. <laughs> I never saw it. I saw a tweet that was like, finally, I can be ugly in peace. 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, there you go. That's the oh, spirit. Man. <laughs> like the one thing that astounds me though is that people still manage in the bar and in the lab to try and hit on me using the mask as a pickup line <laughs> and it's fascinating it's like ooh, the blue of your mask really brings out the blue in your eyes <laughs> thanks you're like oh wow you like you just look so beautiful even with a mask on and i just want to respond like i got like a horse mouth underneath here and like <laughs> a full beard like I have no teeth. I have no teeth. <laughs> I've, I've like, COVID. This mask is on there, buddy. You're lucky. <laughs> My mouth is like a newborn. I swear. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Why would you try to use that as a pickup line? <laughs> oh hey, I see you two like not getting <laughs> respiratory diseases. <laughs> we have so much in common. <laughs> Well, I do. That is generally something I look for in a romantic partner is someone who does not have a very contagious communicable disease. That is generally, <laughs> that's like <laughs> one of the low bar things I like tick off, you know. You need to raise your, you know, raise the bar a little bit. <laughs> Add a little spice Stay in to the horizons. Th- yeah. I'm cool with nice. my respiratory illness, my asthma as it is. I don't need any of this nonsense coming around my way. Absolutely. What a weird, what a weird world we live in. It really um, is. Speaking of weird worlds, uh, let's talk about Star Wars. Woo! Hey. What a segue. Um, yeah, so let's start off with uh, some of the funnest news of the week, which was that last week at Gamescom 2020, uh, while we were missing out on Star Wars Celebration, Star Wars fans were actually gifted with a couple of really fun teasers for upcoming games. Firstly, the latest trailer for Star Wars Squadrons was released, beep, focusing beep, beep, beep. on... Oh, uh, let me do that again, alright? Ready? Mm-hmm. Star Wars Squadrons beep, 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 beep. was released, focusing on the single-player aspect of the game. Uh, showing off the gameplay and giving us a better glimpse at Grand Admiral Sloan. Yes, we got a confirmation. I know that some people jumped the gun, or at least were excited, and it just seemed that that could be that character. But sometimes you never know. With Star Wars, they might just go, this is a new character who looks exactly the same. Mm. Um, I did that a lot with um, the clones, which was really frustrating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, we also got a look at Hera Syndulla, Um Obviously, a better look at the character design, uh, the model, and also the, the and also hearing a bit more of Vanessa Marshall as Hera and Wedge and Tilly's, yeah. who certainly sounds like he's being voiced by Dennis Lawson. Um, albeit, I will say that uh, this wasn't confirmed. Uh, I have actually reached out to EA and haven't got a response from them yet. So this is just what we're thinking. At least for me, it definitely sounds like Wedge. Um, and one of the things I was wondering was if they were going to bring him back because he did do the like the Rogue Squadron games. Would he go for the American wedge, the Scottish wedge, or the uh, American Scottish? <laughs> and to my absolute delight, he went for the last one. <laughs> yep, it's so good. It makes no sense, and I love it. How it's you very, doing? It's very Star Warsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how you? He's like, yeah. how are you doing? What you doing now? <laughs> like, <excuse me. laughs> um, but yeah, what Beautiful. did you think of the uh, the footage? I mean, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, 
I'm very excited for the game, obviously. Any, you know, we've talked about this loads before. Um, and it was cool to see that um, this was very much like a, yeah, like a, the, the single player focus, right? So what mm-hmm. the what the story is going to be. And um, yeah, I mean, they still didn't like give us that much Mm-mm. that we couldn't have, you know, like a guest from other trailers. But uh, it's still cool to see it all come together. It It still looks like, it's going to be a whole lot of fun and we're just under just under a month away from it now so it's oh going to be really god, fun. Oh my god, really? That yeah. wow. I blinked and and we're almost wow. Okay, sorry. You continue. Continue. <laughs> no, yeah. October 2nd. <laughs> so So yeah, I I'm just I'm just forever looking forward to to opening this game when it's when it's all all ready. I got it pre-ordered and everything. It's gonna be on my thing. Crossplay. <laughs> Crossplay, baby. Absolutely. Gonna get Moist Squadron up and running. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> moist Squadron. Who's Moist Leader? <laughs> <laughs> this is Moist Leader. We're hanging in. Ew. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> moist Squadron, you turned off your computer. What's wrong? Moist Five standing by. like my maximum capacity of handling things is like a moist too once you add any other people in there the moist situations get a little weird for me (laughs) it's like luke you turned off your targeting computer what's wrong it's just like just wet hands trying to touch the touch the targeting computer he's like i can't get it on anymore my hands keep slipping God. It's just the X-wing in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> He's like constantly like wiping the condensation from the inside of the canopy. <laughs> oh my god! It's the it's the deleted scene from um, episode nine where Ray has loads of like kitchen towels and she's just trying to quickly dry the X-wing. <laughs> Amazing! It's like god, Ray. That, that X-wing must have smelled awful, mildewy, musty. Sorry. Well, it, it, mm. I wonder how well it's sealed, right? That's a oh, you know what? That is a really good point. But wait a minute! But he's how did he sink it? Obviously, he wasn't in it when he sunk it, so he must have sealed the cockpit. Okay, so the inside was probably fine. Continue. It's still old, though. It's been it's, in yeah. a few years. Maybe he left. What if Luke like left a burrito in there? <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh. like, ah, it won't matter. No one's going in there. <laughs> Well, he's got that. He's got that big uh, metal box full of like the sausages. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, stale space sausages! That smell after like years being in underwater—that sounds nasty. <laughs> Yoda's ghost just appears, pushes Ray off a cliff just to jump into the, the box. Oh my god! Mine, mine! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, Claire, what did you think? Oh, it looks so much fun, and like. In, I mean, I I knew that, that this was happening, and I knew that we'd, well, I was pretty positive we'd have Grand Admiral Sloan, who I loved from the Aftermath books, and Hera, who I loved because she's the most perfect creature in this, in any universe, and then, you know, Wedge. I mean, I mean, this looks, this game, I mean, I, I, mean, I was going to buy this game for like 8,000 reasons, but... It did get me a little pumped. I wasn't surprised really by a whole lot. I thought that it was, I mean, I thought it looked beautiful 
um, the intro included, I was like, what is this beautiful artsy fartsy exploding the Death Star and Leia's silhouette nonsense going on? Um, but yeah, those it was graphic designs are awesome. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I'm pumped. I can't wait. Um, I love, I mean, Charlie, Charlie knows, Nikki doesn't know because he's a fake fan because he's an Xbox, but the Starfighter Assaults is my favorite. So <laughs> I, I, I'm excited to, to fly myself into into p- parts unknown at the helm of my own X-Wing. So. And I'm, anyway, excited it for it to, I'm excited for it to fly better than Starfighter Assault 2. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think the also just the pure notion of being able to touch a surface and not immediately blow up is also really exciting. <laughs> that is pretty exciting. <laughs> oh yeah, for God's sake. <laughs> I will say as well, like, I'm just excited to do the spinning trick, because that is a genuine it's a neat trick, trick that I use on Battlefront 2 all the time, mm-hmm. and it actually works. Um, and it'd be fun to see, because the uh, response system seems much more intuitive, um, and more... I think you get rewarded for being more riskier, which I like. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, the thing I'm most excited about is getting confirmation that it's Dennis Lawson, because if it is, then... Fuck yeah, baby. We got we literally got more lines of dialogue in that one trailer from Wedge <laughs> than the entire sequel trilogy. Yep. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that the reason why they don't want to spoil it is because the actual main part of the plot is that Wedge is trying to like get with all these widows. <laughs> like, it's like, are you married? <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> so Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to? I'll show you the Starhawk. <laughs> oh Lord! Do you know I blew up the second Death Star by myself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on my way up. <laughs> I like the idea that we does when he's finishing with a lady. He's like, I'm bored already. More deal my way out. <laughs> <laughs> but what about me? I gotta go. There's an X-Wing battle going on or something. <laughs> <laughs> the war ended 20 years ago. No, that's what there's one going on now. <laughs> I wonder um, if uh, Wedge gets in like a Jerry Falwell situation with Wes Jansen. And he's just watching ooh. and he's like, good shot, Jansen. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, that's all I want is Dennis Lawson to give me affirmations. <laughs> that, Ooh, that, that got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, not even that, just just in general, that could be a whole game. It's just de- or an app like Dennis Lawson gives you affirmations. That could be like a whole like audiobook or podcast series that what I would just put on my headphones while I'm getting ready for work in the morning and be like, like, oh, you almost got it. You're doing great, kid. All right, I can make it through the day today. <laughs> Great <laughs> shot. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Wedge. Thanks, Wedge. Everything you're doing is good. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Um, but yeah, let's go into the other two games that were revealed. Um, first of all, we got uh, also revealed was the first look at Star- uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Showing off each of the different eras and modes that we can explore in this mega release. Uh, a lot of traditional uh, fun Lego Star Wars jokes were shown off. 
Uh, one of my favorites was um, they showed a little bit of the scene from episode three where Palpatine finds Vader on Mustafar. And it's just a bunch of clones <laughs> using a fishing line to, to reel him out of the lava. Um, oh, man. <laughs> uh, and a new voice cast was teased uh, for the game. Uh, the game was also revealed to have been delayed from uh, later this year to next year in 2021. So what do we think about the Lego Star Wars trailer? I loved it. <laughs> Sorry. I, lo- I mean... I say this as somebody who has not played all of the Lego Star Wars games. Like, I'm I'm not like Lego Star Wars aficionado. I haven't watched all the shows. I've seen some of the movies. You know, um, this looks so fun. And flying a Lego X-wing through the Death Star trench run, I just I it looks it just looks absolutely delightful. And I love Lego humor. If you don't, there's something a little broken inside of you. Um, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, this game, it's its going to be so good. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not even worried. I'm like, you know what, 2021, fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll wait. It's its fine. Um, it's, yeah. I think, like, any, if anyone knows, like, anything about the, like, the earlier lego star wars games they're always so like incredibly well received and this one just sort of seems to be the culmination of everything that was good about those in this now like master package of of uh this whole saga and i think um i remember reading an article a while ago where it was an interview with the developers and they they even teased like an open world aspect to the game Uh where where you can like fly in between locations and like join skirmishes in progress in like your little Lego ship and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's it's incredibly exciting. There were kind of leaks about uh, character packs also, um, with like Mandalorian, Rogue One, Solo. Uh, there were like six packs. I can't remember them all, but just the idea that you can also inject all these friends we know from other stories into into the the game it's uh it's just gonna be it's gonna be so exciting um i can't wait to play it yeah for sure i remember the first time i got the first game and it was just such a joy to play i think what what's key about the lego styles games is that they're true to the format of lego itself so everything feels like you could do it with lego like characters and stuff Number two is that the humor, because it's made by TT Games, which is a British company, it's a very British humor, I feel like. And that's just so on point for these sort of like games, like those sort of wacky um, jokes. One of my favorite ones from the original or the second game was um, because they couldn't use voice artists in the famous I'm Your Father scene. It was just Anakin gets out a Polaroid. Of him and Padme, <laughs> and Luke's like, "Oh no," um, which is just great. And I love that sort of stuff. And free, I just think that these games are so special. They're just so much fun. They're fun if you're five years old, or if you are like ninety years old. Like the, the Lego, the Lego games have no age group, no generation. They are just. 
they're just fun no matter who you are like (laughs) they really are just come on you can't they're just oh sorry continue i know that's really great podcasting but (laughs) i think another aspect i really like about lego like lego humor when it comes to star wars is it's it's the kind of parody i enjoy where it's like we all we're all sort of like in on the joke together as opposed to some parody can feel like punching down on things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like this is this is like let's have fun with it, not let's make fun of it kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I always appreciate about these things because it's like <laughs> they'll they'll of course highlight the ridiculous, but they'll do it in a way where it's not like hey, remember how stupid that was. <laughs> like so I I always like that kind of thing. I like that kind of humor. I think. That that's always been the kind of um, Star Wars parody that resonates with me more. And I think what I love as well about these games and just the people that work on them is that they treat it seriously still. Like even though they, there is, like you said, the humor, everything is treated very seriously. And like the like sort of the weird things that Star Wars fans would want to expect. Like mm-hmm. on certain games, if I were to try something that you know, like. In a, in a, it was like a normal EA Star Wars game, and I was like, okay, what if I can do this? The likelihood is that they, they haven't going to do it. A, a decent example of this, just to explain, because I know that wasn't a very good explanation, but with the last Lego Star Wars game, the Force Awakens one, one of my favorite things was that they released a Rebels pack, and they had the second sister. And I was like, there's no way they've done this, but I just want to see what happens if I double tap X and when you jump in the air, the heli saber works. Yes. <laughs> and that is just, I love it. Like that is what I love about this. It's like, could we do this? Yes. So let's do it. And it's ridiculous. I just remember like, I am so happy. <laughs> so ridiculously happy after this stupid thing. It's like, didn't have to be in there, but it is. And that's why I love it. Um, so that's all, you know, crazy stuff. Um, so much fun. And I think my only issue of the game so far, we've talked about this behind the scenes, and I know we've got different opinions. Um, the voice cast, I was a bit iffy with, because it seems based on the trailer that Luke's played by Trey Baker, who's an amazing voice actor and, like, just incredible person. But... He's in so many games now that it just throws me off as a fan. And I know that if you're a kid, this literally they won't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I appreciate that, but I was like, oh, I kind of wish we could get like Mark Hamill, even though he's older. I did. I don't think it matters too much. I think I was spoiled because the last game we got, we had the cast in most of the well, most of the cast. Um, I think even Adam did it, didn't he? I think they worked it into their <laughs> contracts yeah. that they had to do it, kind of thing. Because um, yeah, it, I think they got they got pretty much everyone. They got Harrison Ford to say Wookie cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like the sky was the uh. limit for me. So when I was watching the trial, I was like, okay, like I'm I I get why they've done this, but I'm kind of like bummed. The same way I talked about this before, like I'd rather them use like this is just a personal issue. I'd rather them use in some cases archival audio than like completely get someone else in like the idea that the whole Clone Wars crew will be doing 
the prequels makes me a bit like, uh, that's a shame. Like, I think it would be funnier if they got Hayden and then, like, when they did the Clone Wars, it just happened to be Matt Lanner. <laughs> like, like, and they, they, like, they make a joke about it sort of thing. Um, but that's just me. But everything else, like, I'm still going to buy the game, but, like, the, the, com- the complaint that I have is such a low complaint that it doesn't even really matter at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, the the intricacies of voice casting. I've got Stephen Stanton as Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is fun. Yeah, I like his, his Obes Kenobes. I just assume that he'll probably do Tarkin as well, which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've got any confirmation of the other voice actors, but I, f- I feel like it's, it's Shelby Young playing Leia again. Ooh, I, I am really not informed. I think Shelby and AJ, who plays Han in the Galaxy of Adventures, is doing the voices mm-hmm. for those characters, which is interesting because they're really good. <laughs> yeah, like I think on an earlier episode we we talked about how that IMDb thing came out, but I don't know like to what degree that's legit. Um, so yeah, I. I'll be really curious to see when they like officially release the cast. <laughs> Did they list uh, Troy Baker as Luke Skywalker? If that I don't think Luke was on there. Or uh, I may as well look it up right now. Yeah, I'm gonna um, look it up as well. <laughs> I thought they they might have put Mark. Yeah, because it says Daisy Ridley as Rain. That's absolutely not Daisy Ridley in the yeah. trailer. Da-da-da. Oh, this is different. Now there's only like five of them. Yeah, I can see that. I think they must believe that. I, I I don't think it's accurate either because that's definitely not Daisy Ridley. That's yeah. a, a thousand percent not Daisy Ridley. Yeah. There we go. We'll find out when you Tom finish Kane's- the game and the credits roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the rumored <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> Like that that is that is Tom Kane doing the Qui Gon and it's not <laughs> the best Qui Gon no. I've ever heard. No. Um it really wasn't. But... Yeah. Again, little complaints. But I mean, um... yeah, like for for me, like that that sort of weird like silliness vibes with the Lego silliness, so it, it doesn't bother me. Um But but yeah, I mean it's nice when it's always nice when you can get the the actors. Yeah. I guess, yeah, for me, because it's like the first two games had no voices, which was fine, and so I didn't feel like... But even then, like, the screams and stuff were <laughs> actually archival audio. Mm. Like, the uh, over one, ah! <laughs> was from <laughs> episode one, which mm. is why I can't stop laughing every time. If you watch The Jewel of the Fates, there's a scene where <laughs> over one gets hit, and he goes, ah! It's exactly the noise as the Lego death, um, which is just brilliant. Um, and then obviously the last game we got the whole, well, the majority of the whole cast back. So maybe I'm just spoiled. Well, I also remember them saying, this was a while ago, so who knows if this changed. I remember them saying you can toggle grunting or voice cast in this game. Oh, that, I might do that then. So choose your own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I, but I think also I think with Lego that that is another thing where it's like. I think there might be a degree to have been to have been spoiled by the Force Awakens because it it isn't the norm for for Lego content to bring 
the cast cast back. Um, so like, I know we, we like briefly talked about it in an earlier episode, but if, if you're the kind of person who is like, well, Daisy Ridley better be doing the Christmas special. <laughs> like just well, <laughs> like you gotta let that one go now. Get worked up about something else. It'd be, it'd be great if she is, but like, just, just chill out because you probably won't be. Mm-hmm. I think as well, I don't know why, but I just, I keep thinking of them as separate entities, the Lego TV shows and the games. Um, but I do agree, yeah, like, if you're complaining that Data really is not doing it, like, calm down. Then again, she's doing a game with Willem Dafoe, so who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe she did a doubleheader recording. We're going to do 12 minutes. I think that's what it's called. Um, and then after lunch, we're going to do Lego Star Wars. So <laughs> whatever well, you need to do to get in that headspace. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fucking amazing if Yaddle was played by Willem Dafoe? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so bad. <laughs> Remember this thing we were just talking about about how um not to get your voice your like voice actor needs too high. Don't get those expectations high. Charlie, you ruined that. I'm sorry. I need it. I hope he does his voice from the lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god right, there's a scene where Yaddle, Yaddle talks into a mirror <laughs> it's the green god oh god aim for his heart <laughs> oh my god but yeah we're all pro um, Lego styles right yeah cool. I'd say so. uh, and finally the sims also Ooh. revealed a galaxy edge pack which will allow you to redecorate your sims house into one which would blend in will on Batu. Um It also features new skins, characters, and designs, and returning voice artists, uh, including Jim Cummings, who is playing Hondo in Simlish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the trailer. I was like, I like the idea that they got him back to do Simlish. It's, Simlish. The, it's the best. Oh. <laughs> Susu. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, uh, Quanta, yeah, Quanta Kosh. <laughs> I like the idea that Simlish is just like the native language of Batu now. <laughs> like, yes. I know what I was wondering. Is is Simlish now a canon language in the Star Wars universe? No. <laughs> yes! I say it is! Everything's canon when you step into Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, damn right. I'm why is canon that... when I step into Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> why is that bush on Batu moving really quickly? <laughs> woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can I woohoo at Galaxy's Edge? <laughs> <laughs> you might get banned, but um you might get banned. Oh no, I so this is kind of this is kind of um a stupid question. I wanna know exactly how accurate to Galaxy's Edge um the expansion is when you go to Galaxy's Edge, you know, because you can, because you can chill with Kylo and and go around the park and go to Oga's Cantina. Like, there's real places there. Well, also, you can, ha- you can drown the cast members, so I don't think it's that too. realistic. Well, okay, but what this is, I have a legitimate concern because I love The Sims. Every single mm-hmm. computer I have ever owned, I download The Sims on. I love The Sims. 
And mm-hmm. I don't get to play it like crazy. I don't play a lot of video games anymore. But every now and then, every couple of weeks, I just pick it up and I'm like, I'm going to make a family and a house today. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. I'm play God. <laughs> I love playing God. It's my favorite pastime. Um, so. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tweet. <laughs> but I love The Sims. And I want to get this. That being said, I want to experience Galaxy's Edge with my own eyeballs in person before I get like little cute things spoiled for me. Like I want it, mm-hmm. I want it my own experience. Am I gonna like get a little bit spoiled on some things? Like I haven't I've seen like some pictures inside Oga's Cantina, but I've not like obviously not being inside there. You can't get the full effect of everything around you and how incredible every little detail is. I'm just worried that that I'm gonna like see something I don't want to see, you know. For what it's worth, what I can tell, it's extremely accurate <laughs> to <Galaxy's, laughs> the layout of Galaxy's Edge. Like, I remember looking at, um, or you know, just seeing the footage and being like, "Oh wow, that's that's that pathway." That's you know. The, so I think they they did a pretty good job at mapping it. I think, but they're. They also have the luxury of like making it fake, so they um they've also like more Star Wars if it, if that makes sense. So like like mm. the, the obvious things, right? Like, oh, we can add extra things there because that doesn't have to be the pat the pathway to Adventureland kind of thing. Oh um, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Frontierland or whatever. Um, so there are little like touches where it's like, oh, that's that's a an addition to make it look like this is um. A different planet but but no yeah like the the park outlay like or layout itself is um is pretty damn accurate okay that is good to know i still need to make my pilgrimage i think but i want to get this i want to get this expansion for the sims 4 i want mm-hmm. it so bad yeah like even like as, i've never played the sims but i was watching <gasps> this and i'm like I, I it's so how fun. dare you? Have you never played The Sims? You gotta play The Sims. Do I then? Yeah, it's yes. fucking amazing. It's so much fun. You don't know lot what life is until you're like at four a.m. in the morning listening to do 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 do, wondering <laughs> what like fucking uh, tile pattern to use. <laughs> I just want to live in Star Wars. I've got I've got enough of this Earth life. <laughs> <laughs> You can in the Sims. Literally, that's what you can do. But unlike real life, if you get bored, you can kill them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you technically could do that in real life. You're just your options get pretty limited after that point. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Like, I feel like if I can't pause time and move someone physically (laughs) into a different dungeon where there's no food and air, or like remove a ladder (laughs) out of thin air, Mm -hmm. like Doctor Manhattan, there's no point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i think it's, it looks really fun um just the the idea you can like be a part of that world because i mean like in the park itself you can you know they have like little panels where you can sort of play the game on your phone and build sort of like a reputation and it, and um that's all through like your like disneyland play app um but this is also this seems like kind of a a more visual, I guess, in like interpretation of that. So you can kind of do the same things, build reputation, and then also have, 
your your outfits and like really fit into the world. I, I, that's really cool. And you can build lightsabers and build droids and go have a drink at Oga's. Oh, yeah, yeah, it looks a lot of fun. So like Claire, I'm a big uh, Sims nerd and I watch Sim YouTubers and there's a really great one called Plumella. And I recommend uh, subscribing to her channel because she's hilarious. She did a review of the um, the pack, which I thought was really interesting because it's like in terms of a general audience and um, obviously like the Sim packs are very focused on by people because there's like a certain amount of packs you can get per release and like to Sim fans, they're very important because like you have the, the aspects and stuff. And I thought she did a really great review where she said basically like it is <laughs> it is basically an advertisement um, for Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. Like let's be honest, like let's be honest about it. Like it, it clearly is like a massive advertisement. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, I would say go for it because it's great. If you're like a, just a Sims fan, or like, just be careful. Like, if you're like a Star Wars fan, obviously it's great. If you're a Sim Star Wars fan, awesome. But like, obviously, like it was a good review because it like, talked about the fact that like if you're not a Star Wars fan, it's probably not <laughs> worth getting because you can't necessarily reuse most of the aspects in an organic way. Like you can't. Well, I mean, you could, but it'd be weird. Like if you built like a Victorian house and then you had like <laughs> Ogre's Cantina Bar, yeah, with like stone <laughs> stone walls and stone flooring. Um, but if that, look, I'm just, all I'm saying is that if you can make, if I can make a world where Bella Goth and Kylo Ren are banging, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Claire gets it. Claire gets the <laughs> Bella Goth. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's, that's Why did more. you say that? Because now we have to make it happen. <laughs> We're going to cuck Mortimer Goth like hell. <laughs> Cuck Mortimer so hard. <laughs> you don't know what hit him. Amazing. Straight up amazing. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks like a lot of fun. Um, again, the idea that you can get... And if the Sims have always done this. They've always got like big talent to come in and do Simlish stuff, which is always fun. I remember they, they got Lily Allen to sing uh, a bit of Smile in Simlish. Yeah. In 2006, maybe, like for Sims 2. And they got Katy Perry to do <laughs> it for the Sims yes. 3. And they just released the whole song, but in Simlish, it's ridiculous. Is there like a formula for Simlish? Uh, I think there is. <sighs> is it known to the public or is that a developer secret? I, I don't know. I feel like people must know. There are like hmm. general terms of Sims. It's been long enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like there's general terms that you sort of understand. Mm-hmm. But also, like, it doesn't really matter because they have speech bubbles where it kind of tells you what they're talking about. So, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, uh, Kimlish, uh, Kimlish Kutu, uh, Grant, Grant a Gosh. And then, like, in the speech bubble, it's like, keeping your babe. Yeah, cheeseburger. <laughs> You're like, oh, cool. Oh, he's hungry. All right, that's rad. <laughs> <laughs> the Sims are so good. And if they're crying and dropping to their knees on the floor because they just pissed themselves, you, you know what that means as well. <laughs> If only real humans were that simple. <laughs> Rive, little man. <laughs> oh, uh, goodness. But yeah, pro Sims, pro, pro this pack. Cool. We uh, like stuff. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if you're looking for us to hate on the video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to find that at another show. Sorry, we're we like stuff. That's why we do a podcast about it. 
I'm also surprised that it took EA this long to actually utilize the Star Wars franchise rights that they've had. Honestly. On cross-play. Like, The Sims seems like a natural sort of thing to delve into. I mean, they did do it, because The Sims 4 has got character packs. I know this because my, um, my swimming outfit is just a Darth Vader costume. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a really cool uh, creator mod that so people can create stuff and put it into the game. And you can like just put like JPEGs and stuff like for portraits. Um, and I don't know if you, I'll post this on the Twitter feed, but um, my Sims house has got a little Baby Yoda <laughs> monument. <Ooh>. Yes, <laughs> I just put like a little <laughs> on the table. It's great. Um, so yeah, it's fun. But let's delve into speaking of Baby Yoda. Actually, let's delve into some uh, Mando news. Yeah, so The Mandalorian Season 2 will officially be releasing on October the 30th, according to StarWars.com. The new premiere date was dropped alongside a dope new logo, which, uh, following the traditional Star Wars trend, features a darker color scheme. (laughs) A fancy blue rather than orange. And depicts both Baby Yoda and his daddy. Papi. Papi. Puppy Din. <laughs> Puppy Din. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, what do we think? Excited? Forget Mandalorian, man. That means October 30th means we're coming up to the return of three blurgs and a bounty. <laughs> yeah, Bobby. Fuck yeah, we are. I'm excited. And you know what's exciting? <laughs> Guys, I have the entire week of Halloween off. Oh, it's to celebrate the spooky system, spooky spooky system, the spooky season, my favorite time of year. Spooky's on the system, it's a season. I don't have to work. I'm literally gonna wake up, watch that episode, and then watch it another ten times and not get out of my pajamas. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Is it possible to learn this power? <laughs> <laughs> not from an employed person <laughs> without holiday pay. <laughs> it's literally just like this these hours are not gonna go are not gonna roll over to next year you better burn some of them which you know is not something i ever thought i'd have to do so i'm like great screw you guys i'm just gonna take a whole bunch of vacation time <laughs> like, i need it <laughs> what date can i pick and then in the background it was like, thunder you're like oh okay <laughs> it was shocked nobody had taken Halloween or the whole week of Halloween yet. I was like, what's wrong with you people? You damn Christians. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> Afraid of witches and shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I like the idea of these these, these people. <laughs> is it like the bar or is it the hospital? <laughs> no, it's the uh <laughs> No, it's the um the the clinic, not the bar. Okay. So these people of science and medicine. Scared of, of witches. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like, we need to take uh, COVID seriously, but uh, at the same time, let's just not mock the werewolf problem. <laughs> That's plaguing the Chicago suburbs. <laughs> Have you seen Teen Wolf? <laughs> Have you seen Teen Wolf? <laughs> you should. Um, but yeah, we all, we all good. We're all excited for Mando. Not much yeah. news, obviously, but it's nice to see something fresh. Yes. Yeah, it's nice, nice, to, have to, day. nice to have that. Yeah, I think um, that means we'll we'll have some sort of uh, 
trailer probably pretty soon. I know there's been a lot of like whispers, whispers swirling online of like what <laughs> what the deal is, but it's not nothing worth the time to be honest. <laughs> no, we'll just wait for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna yeah, get worked up over it. When it comes, it comes. I remember our last episode. We were worried that we were gonna miss out on the Mando trailer. Didn't happen. <laughs> nope. You know, it's a. Uh, it's all right. To be honest, I know that this is not how normal human being marketing works, as opposed to marketing to Star Wars fans. Um, I don't even need a trailer. <laughs> like either way, I'm watching this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but a trailer would be would be cool. I just don't want it to give too much away at this point. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm already in, but you know, it's gonna. When it comes, it comes. Yeah, I feel right. like this this show has just so already locked in its audience. Mm-hmm. That it's like you don't need to market it. Or just TV in general doesn't really need the same kind of marketing as, say, a movie. And then even the way the first season was marketed is completely different to how they would do it um, later. I was, I was mostly surprised that it didn't come out um, last weekend or whatever, because of they, I assume they would have shown it at Celebration. So like, yes. I, I think that was the only sort of thing, sort of, I guess the lack of anything kind of <laughs> that came out was, was a little interesting. I, I wasn't, I know a lot of people were like, do a fandom event. I'm like, yeah, I don't think you just pull that together in, in a few weeks. Um, but I was, I was maybe expecting a few more things. Just because I assumed they would have stuff ready to show us anyway, right? But, um, but yeah, I think that that was sort of the only surprise was that they decided not to do it during what would have been celebration. But I mean, yeah, it'll it'll show up when it shows up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's quickly dive into a, a, a one piece of news, and then we've got two pieces left. Uh, but we're gonna running out of time, so we'll run into these two bits. Um, so. We were talking about Baby Yoda, but there's someone else we need to talk about, and that is that we've got off talking about moist. Um, we've got our first glimpse at sexy hot young Yoda baby. Hashtag Zaddy Yoda. <laughs> Zaddy, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> uh, revealed this week again by StarWars.com. Concept art for the upcoming multimedia project, The High Republic, depicts a young Jedi Master Yoda. Wearing a garb. <laughs> <Younger. laughs> look, look, okay, look, he's young here. Seven hundred's young, all right. <laughs> Seven hundred years young. Uh, wearing a garb that fits in with the time period. Also, he's giving you the side eye because when you're seven hundred, you don't, you just don't give a fuck. True. Also, he knows how how that works on the ladies. Oh, true. Meow. Okay. Let me just write down my notepad. Wear old garb. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, excited. I know it's not not much to talk about, but it was was fun to see. I know a lot of people complained (laughs) about concept art and seeing stuff, but it's it's fun. I'm excited for for him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the author who, at least they, they said the initial Yoda is uh, I believe it's Daniel Jose Older, uh is doing the whatever the first Yoda story is, if 
or the only. I don't know what he's going to be in. Um, so I'm excited for that. And he looks great. You know? He looks like he's living his best life before it all goes to shit 200 years later. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I think I think it's really exciting. They teased, like, a story of, um, <laughs> like, Jedi foreign, <laughs> like, study abroad or something. Um, yeah, he's making his way uh, downtown. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's got like this group of ones. I'd, like, I'd say yeah. study abroad. <laughs> that's that's super fun, and I hope I hope it's. I think it, like the other thing is, um, I don't know if we did this in an earlier episode. I think I feel like we've all talked about Yoda being in this potentially before, right? Um, mm-hmm. And sort yeah. of the idea that we don't we don't need too much of him. You know, it, it doesn't need to be Yoda's story. But I think the fact that he's featuring is is very fun. I agree. And I like the idea of him, like, wearing this ancient garb and stuff, and, like, how that changes throughout time, and he's, like, sort of a product of that change. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun to see. Um, uh, let's end up with the final piece today. Um, we'll, I think we'll have to do, eventually, like, a, a whole episode about this topic. Yes. There's a lot. there's a lot to discuss and dissect. Um, and I don't want to, like, come across as us just like throwing it out because it is important um i just thought it was also important to mention at least this week once um, yeah uh, finally british gq magazine interviewed john Bega wednesday about his career his role in the black lives matter protests and his view on hollywood john spoke extremely candidly about his feelings regarding his time in the star wars franchise and some of the ways that he felt de- uh, let down by disney adding what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are, and then have them pushed to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. Uh, I would implore, uh, personally, everyone who's listening to us right now, to actually read the article in depth, not just once, and listen back to us discussing it afterwards. It's a really well-written piece, and John's experience is what matters. We need to read listen and then discuss as opposed to just taking snippets out of context and publishing on a website i don't know like twitter.com um <laughs> yeah what that uh, happened uh, it did uh who would who, who the funk um shocker man of course we've all read the article and i think we can discuss our feelings on what john had to say and more importantly what the franchise can or should do better in the future who wants to go first Man, I'm, I mean, <clears throat> I think one of the important things to remember is that John Boyega in this article is talking about his life experience and the roadblocks that have come along the way and the lessons he has learned about himself and about the world based on the color of his skin. It is super, super important to listen to people of color, especially right now when we are in the throes of such a huge worldwide movement that could start to push some change actually forward. There, I, I, I don't know why. I thought it wasn't a secret that Hollywood, that pretty much any industry, there's so, going to be so many bars based on the color of your skin, and maybe it's not intentional. It's based on this long-term ingrained system that 
has always favored white people. And it's and and it's just I I just don't know like the stories that he shared specifically about Star Wars and about his experience. He's sharing his experience. That's that's it's not like you can disagree with his experience. He said, "These are the things that happened to me." You can't have the opinion that the things that happened to him didn't happen. Like it's not like this he's saying these things happened. These are stories of things that happened. You can't say, "Well, I disagree. I don't think he d- that happened to them." You weren't there. He was. So I think it's really really important listen to him. I think that he's an incredibly resilient, warm, tough as nails with a heart of gold king. And I think, and as is his father, as is his family, as you read in this article, he comes from a line of really tough and really loving people. And I think that you need to take these stories from what for what it's worth because it's just, it's so ingrained in our culture. And it's something that's not easy to break because a lot of times people don't realize what they're doing is wrong. But if someone's telling you they're wrong, like John is right now, maybe we should put the magnifying glass on what happened and say, what can we, why did we think this way? Why did we think this was okay? How can we put, try and avoid this in the future? This, it's not, and if, I love The Last Jedi. I really do. I love that movie. But I do see what he's saying of how Finn and Rose were, they just didn't know what to do with them. And they left a lot of the nuance to Ray and Kylo. I absolutely see that. And it's really disheartening to watch that video of him reacting to the very first Force Awakens trailer with his dad when he ignites the lightsaber and see all that joy and excitement and that just, it's just, it's a, it's so, I love that video and it's so infectious and to think about how high he, and happy he was and in that moment and to see how it deflated over the years because of how he was treated, to see how the costume, the costumers and the hairstylists sidelined him and were like, well, I've never worked with textured hair before, but I'm just going to give it a best shot, I guess. And poo-pooing every fashion choice he made like it's just <sighs> you, you need to think about <laughs> the consequences of your actions yeah maybe you wouldn't dress that way but maybe that's not ingrained in your culture and your fashion sense maybe we should listen to other people and respect like let people be individuals and like Maybe just not be dicks to each other. Just actually read this article because he's lovely and he's his heart broken and but he's still so filled with warmth and story like he's he is so talented and do not put a damper on that light. Let him shine because he's going to do great things. And I cannot wait for the Steve McQueen met cop stuff. (laughs) That's really that was wow show that's coming out. It's, it's, I'm just so excited and, I, and I'm so sad that he was burned out and that Star Wars let him down because I know this fandom let him down at every turn. I, I mean, we saw We've seen it over and over again and it breaks your heart because I adore him as, like so much. I adore Finn, that character, and he just has such a bright future and it makes me so sad that he just lost some of the spark because of that experience. 
We need to be better. Hollywood needs to be better. Each and every one of us need to be better every single day. Listen to each other. Be better. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, like I think John John Boyega is and always has been the king. And I think, yeah, it's the industry is uh <laughs> I don't know if it's it's not ready for people like him. And that's no. that's kind of, that's kind of exciting because it's like he's he's the kind of person who's as he's like says in the article is like like you know not I think don't overpay with respect, I think is the the kind of quote he got from his dad. Yes. And it's and, like like he ooh. will take shit. And that's amazing to see. And I think yeah, it's it's one of those things, like you said, like you can't you can't refute someone's like experience or emotion. Like it's like, well, you don't feel that. I'm like, what? <laughs> like of course nah. like you can't do that. <laughs> um, <I> did. <laughs> yeah, and, and of course, like of course what we do or what dumb fandom does is, you know, find a way to argue about what's not important. Like, let like, oh yeah, let's let's turn John Boyega's experiences into our letterbox arguments for the sequel trilogy, and it's like, it's just it's just not the point. Like this is this is the like just the way you know people are treated, and it's like it's not about. It's not even about fact. It's not even about like, oh, well, we didn't do that. It's like, it doesn't matter even if you didn't. This is what you, this is how the person felt. Like, so that means it needs to be addressed. Um, you know, it's like whether, whether it was meant or not to like, you know, whatever, I think, like you mentioned his story with the, uh, the like stylist he had for like the press junkets and stuff, right? Yeah. Like yeah. maybe they weren't being like malicious, but obviously it made him feel bad. So like that's not that's not an okay thing to have happened. And and yeah, like I think he made and he he also like on a um when he was tweeting after the fact, he he sort of talked about how like it's like I'm not here to start a witch hunt. Like this is this is just like the things I couldn't like be silent about, like about how I feel about what this experience is working in an industry that will, will not look to, to support you at every step. And, and yeah, like I, I think like, like as we do, we have our own opinions about the movies. I think, I think there was, in my opinion, some, whether it's POV, POV informed or like editorializing of like within the article and what the journalist is is thinking, um, I think there was a little bit of throwing Last Jedi under the bus that I don't think is earned. And I think a lot of these issues, or the issue started with Force Awakens. And I think that's why he specifically calls out the Disney marketing. Um, and it's like, you, you can see it. You can see it like from the beginning. Um, and if, yeah, it, it's really unfortunate if he was sold something. I mean, you, you, the like original quote of, you know, JJ said I was the, the new star of Star Wars. Yeah. And then, and by the end of Force Awakens, it is taken away from him. Like, he gets knocked out and the lightsaber like goes coma, to, yeah. the lightsaber goes to who the lightsaber was supposed to go to. 
right? Like that's that's the whole thing. The marketing was a bait and switch yeah. on who is actually going to get the lightsaber. So I think it stretches back to there. And it's it's unfortunate how that continued to just sort of drift. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where now it's like, I, I just wish there was like a way to reconcile it. I don't know if there even is, but it's like, you know, we, we always, we would just, we want things to be perfect, right? Like we, we always want, we, we, we want to believe the stories we love. Everyone's holding hands and singing and laughing together. And I think like, that's just another part of the fiction behind or, or like the fiction we, we create for fiction, right? <laughs> like that's just not how things work either. And it, you know, sometimes it's ugly. It's, it's not, or it's not, you know, the fun party behind the scenes that we want it to be. And yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. There's a lot of, a lot of reckoning going on in, you know, in, in industries, even outside of Hollywood. Cause this isn't, this isn't a Star Wars issue. It's not a Hollywood issue. It's like a society issue, as we know. Um, and it, you know, we're really in this sort of like peak time of Black Lives Matter, where you're seeing the movement go, um, you know, into the streets, into the sports realm, in a way that it's not before. And and yeah, now's now's the time. And it's 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 one of those things. that like John Boyega is going to be a leader in this for certainly the Hollywood side. And it's like, on one hand, I can't believe we were lucky enough to have him even in these stories that we love. And on the other hand, it's like, <laughs> we're such a trash fandom sometimes. How dare we deserve to have someone like him? <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, that's the, the long and short of it is like, whatever, whatever we think about a movie is, is irrelevant to a real man's life. and when when he says something about um you know the way the world has worked for him and what's not fair about that um it it's time to shut up and listen and like it like again like we like we saw online you know i don't know i don't know how many people were arguing about you know how we can make people's lives better like uh people people like john's lives better in the future I didn't see much of that. I saw a lot of, well, uh, JJ and uh, Ryan and uh, Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi. It's like, no, shut no, the fuck up. No, not what it's about. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, this is about, like, actually making a difference in people's lives. So, so yeah, I, I'm so glad that he is the kind of person to, to speak in, in plain terms about these things. And I hope, I hope for the future, that it only like em- like continues to empower other um, artists to be to f- like f- have that freedom to say to the people they're working with like let's we need to be on the same page about this um, mm-hmm. and and I think I think that's that's another thing that was sort of like we've learned a lot more about um, Chadwick Boseman since he unfortunately passed away um, and sort of the the deep intent he had in and saying like, what is this role? What is this role like? What is the purpose of this? What is the like? What are we saying about this role? Otherwise, and if and if that didn't meet a certain threshold for him, he's like, I'm not doing it. 
and he and he was very um sort of like you know he had a lot of intent in what he was doing and how he was being portrayed and and i think that's a that's a power we need to make sure is continually given to i guess all actors but like specifically people who uh you know people of color who are not or have not been represented in um authentic ways yeah absolutely um first of all i love john Baker. <laughs> um he is such an incredible spirit he is hilarious he is such an amazing actor and i just feel so heartbroken that fandom can be so callous and cruel the fact that he's still got a barrage of hateful vindictive horrible tweets yesterday just for speaking his truth and again like you said it's his truth it's literally an article about him it's an interview with him and the interviewer is asking questions and he's answering them what is he supposed to do and I feel like it's important to also remember that this is John Boyega's life it's his experience he's a black man to jump in and somehow attack him for not protecting other people of color is not what it's about and so inappropriate and i feel like people who are white uh asian or different minorities that aren't black shouldn't have a say in this because it's not about us it's about john's story and it's like you said nikki it's not just hollywood like he talks about growing up in in London and getting abuse. This is someone who got abuse for living. This is someone who then became an actor and then got abuse for, you know, working and then got abused for speaking out against it. If a white person were to speak out the same way John has on properties, we'd be like outraged. Oh, that's terrible. How could they treat him that way? Whereas before, he became so earnest about why he's angry. People uh, people are like, oh, look at him, he's angry. In fact, I think I remember there's an article that said that Disney sent him to um, a press trainer because he looked angry. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, man. You got a lot of Solace Corporation (laughs) vibe, man. (laughs) And that's... like uh, what Claire mentioned about it not being malicious in terms of like intent, I'm sure. And Nikki, like he says as well about the whole it being the whole trilogy. Like it's not a Star Wars issue in terms of like people arguing about if the Last Jedi or Episode Seven and Nine was bad or not. Like completely fuck off. <laughs> like that's not <laughs> the point. But there is a, I think, deep set racism in society still obviously of course there is in the way we approach things the idea that they used him in marketing and stuff is definitely part of it i don't and that's what's interesting i don't think people actively went out and go we're going to embarrass this black no. man but that is also part why it's a problem <laughs> yes um and it's the same way with what we said about episode eight and episode seven and episode nine quite frankly um in episode seven, like you said, he gets the lightsaber and it gets taken away from him and stuff like that. And 
even though he's in the film, he's delivered as a co-protagonist. It's Ray and Finn. He ends up in a coma, and she ends up meeting Luke Skywalker. And then in episode eight, he sort of like becomes a side character, and the story decides to focus on Ray and Kylo as the main protagonists, two white people. Yeah, and it's what he says about that, like you know, Adam and Daisy knew that, and it's not their fault either. Uh, in no. fact, it, like, people keep going, "Oh, so he's attacking them." Like, no. no. And someone said yesterday, like, you're just jealous because Adam's a better actor than you. And he's like, well, I love Adam. And so I agree. <laughs> it's like, that's such a fucking awful thing to say to someone. What is. The whole be grateful thing is like. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. The, the ultimate yikes. That word be- just like makes me throw up a little bit in my mouth every time I see it thrown around in the discourse here. He's that's it's exactly he it's even addressed in the article. You should be thankful for the opportunities that are presented to you to an extent, but don't be over thankful. That's what is don't be over grateful, don't give over respect. Like if there's a problem, address the problem. You don't have to be like Ugh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> and his family, like the fact that they, you know, they came here and they raised their son, and his dad sounds like one of the most amazing people I've Incredible ever heard. Incredible man! Like he's like the way he managed to raise John the way he did, uh, speak honestly, and you know, also he's like a preacher, so like he he's he's a hateful person and stuff like that. It's just incredible, and it, but also. This, like I said, like, there's so many different forms of casual racism. Um, the way that press, because because um, John knew uh, a certain victim um, from you know crime over here because he knew that person, or because he grew up in Peckham, it somehow ties that his story into this weird uh put up by the, the you know put up by the shoestrings like he came from the bottom and here he is like he could have become a criminal it's like what the fuck yeah <laughs> it's not Oliver Twist <laughs> you know it's just it's it's awful um you know, like I grew up in Hackney and Islington. You don't go, oh, Charlie could have become a, a weed dealer. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't happen. <sighs> and this is the sort of thing. It's like this constant mini, like like we said, it's something we have to reflect in ourselves. And I do feel like JJ and Ryan are both guilty of it. But the same way we all are guilty of it. All of us. Uh, I don't want to throw everyone. Well, actually, yeah, I, I, society in general. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, um, yeah. We don't yeah, listen like... to people's stories. Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't listen to people's stories. We we just go, oh, well. I think we know better. Like you know, we should all be grateful. Yeah, we- I mean, like that's what it comes down to. Like it, it doesn't matter what we think, right? Like. 
Like just me, me sitting here as a fan watching a movie. Like I watch episode eight, and I really, like I personally really enjoy Finn's story in, in episode eight, and I enjoy I enjoy the way he acts it. I enjoy yeah. how it. I feel it's very organically like built out of where he ends in the force awakens and yada yada like i and i'm sure ryan thought the same way because he wrote it and i'm sure kathleen kennedy watched it and enjoyed it and then and all those opinions are irrelevant when the guy says blank made me feel blank like Mm -hmm. it it's it doesn't matter what we think like the, the fact of the matter is made someone feel a certain way or some situation in any any part of the the trilogy made someone feel a certain way that means you have to listen and address what you can address like that's just the plain and simple of it if someone said you made me feel this way you do not have the right to say no i did not right it's just it doesn't matter how innocent doesn't matter if it was intent or whatever yeah. like intentions can be as good as they can be but if you hurt someone you hurt someone right so yeah i mean that's that's where it all boils down to it it boils down to to listening to each other and um allowing people to to have these moments where they can say these things and i think like that's that's like the regret or one of the regrets i feel is like he has to say this um after the fact and not, and there's not like the environment, or the not the perceived environment, at least, um, that he that they couldn't like discuss these things during the process, right? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 fascinating. It's messy. Um, you know, that's the thing. Like filmmaking in general is <laughs> trying to make <laughs> the best call in the time that you have to make it. And, uh, you know, sometimes you don't always do the right thing. And I think uh, there's a discussion on what the right thing even is. Um, so yeah, it's, it's complicated and it's nuanced and it's not like, these aren't clean cuts. And, um, I think any, any attempt to like pretend that, um, they're easy fixes or easy problems or, or, you know, black and white, um, like clear cut matters. I think it's, it's not the case. And, you know, it's, there's, there's multitudes and different things. And it's like, you know, um, how like JJ both <laughs> created the character and like, is it, is it JJ's fault? Like, does JJ not know how to handle a character he created? Maybe. It's like, but it's like, that's one thing where it's like, you, you can do good with one thing and bad with another thing. Like those, these things can exist at the same time within one person. It's not, it's not all one person's fault in any, in, you know, these situations. Can't be, nobody's perfect. Like simply, as long as we strive to be better when we're not perfect. And Mm -hmm. what else can you ask of another person? Ugh. Yeah. Um, and again, we'll talk about this in great detail, I feel like, soon. Because again, I feel like this is its own episode. Yeah, it's worth diving into. Absolutely. Um, 
Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I know this was a long episode, but we had to you know, pack up a lot of stuff and I've uh, got two weeks worth of stuff to get in, uh, talk about. Uh, not much else to add apart from Nikki, do you want to plug again the Premier League? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, folks, this is actually this is coming up a lot sooner than <laughs> you probably think it would. Um, so, yeah, we're doing Fantasy Premier League again. Uh, we, we sort of started a league last year, uh, went through that, and now we are hitting the ground running once again. Basically, it's um, if you're a fan of uh, Premier League football, soccer, soccer, or <laughs> a fan of us, or both, or neither, you are welcome <laughs> to join our um, fantasy league. You just you know you pick a team, team earns your points. At the end of the season, you get a winner. Um, so we're really excited to be doing that again. Um, and you can definitely join our league. Uh, let me make sure I pull up the code again. And uh, let's see. The fun thing is, if you do win, we're putting together a pretty awesome winner's package. So that's another reason to join. And um, you just go to fantasy.premierleague.com and on the league tab, you uh, put in this code UP4PE5, and it'll just automatically put you in our league. The season starts September 12th, so you have to, if you want to make sure you get um, week one or uh, week one's points, you got to join by then. Um, I think there is like a specific timestamp, but uh, make sure you're in before September 12th, and um, that's when things start. So again, that is UP4PE5, and you are welcome to join. You don't need to know anything about us or Star Wars or us or uh, Premier League. Just have a good time. That's all it's about. Absolutely. Uh, I know that I'm going to have fun getting involved. So Yeah, it's going to be good. And um, if you have any questions, like DM the show account or one of us or something and, and we'll help you out. So um yeah it is it's going to be a good time i'm excited to see how the season goes a hundred percent right that's all we've got time for this week we won't keep you any longer thank you for listening may the force be with you bye 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 hey out there in listener land thank you for listening if you want to hear or see more from the Senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com, where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server, Twitch, and YouTube channels. You can also email in to imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com, and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again, and may the Force be with you. Dissolve the council permanently. The last remnant.